0: what's up baseball family (laughs) welcome to this week's thursday night live i am brig and unusually brad is not with me tonight that is just the saddest thing ever i'm sorry for you loyal fans who prefer brad over me i just can't do anything about it. he's traveling and he's asked me to take it over and fly solo tonight and it's my pleasure to do so go ahead and let me know when you're here in the comments from wherever you are we are live on youtube twitch and facebook as always we're excited to have you here we got a lot to talk about tonight and, and it's it's huge. Some of this information is truly enormous. let's get right into it. first things first Major League Baseball has announced the schedule for 2023. they it, this is the new frontier of baseball scheduling ladies and gentlemen we have the the new frontier of baseball is happening all around us right now we have the universal DH that was step one. We have Pitch Calm. That was step two. Here we go with a more balanced and even schedule, just shaking it up across the league. And let's get into some of these details. The idea is, with this new schedule, that they're going to balance it out so that every team, all 30 teams, play all 30 teams. Now, this does not mean that every single team will visit every single city, but For instance, you know, the the Dodgers are going to go to Tampa Bay, but that doesn't necessarily mean Tampa Bay is going to go to L.A. and play in L.A. in Chavez Ravine. That's just one example. But every team will have a chance to play every other team. And there's a number of justifications for this. For instance, they're saying that uh, this will create a more balanced approach, specifically as it affects playoff races, And even most specifically the wild card situation, they're saying that this balanced approach, all 30 teams play all 30 teams going to get everybody a, a more even distribution of talent, a more even distribution of competition and thereby creating a more level playing field, particularly at that, you know, that pinch point, that choke point that naturally occurs in the wild card races. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, If you're here and you're watching, I would love to know your comments. If you're not here, you're watching later, jump in the comments and let us know. Do you like this or do you not? I already know from Denise, who does our Chicago North Baseball Together podcast, that she's not happy with it. Not necessarily because every team will play every team. That's not the problem. It's the way they have prioritized the scheduling. She says that, you know, lots of cold weather in Chicago is going to disrupt these home games. And and why not? play in Milwaukee instead of playing in Chicago because they have a dome. They can cover it early, early in the season. And in April, that's a huge problem. So there are some really interesting details going on here. And I wonder how fan-friendly this really is because Major League Baseball is touting it as a fan-friendly experiment. Here are a couple of quotes that I dug up for you. They're calling it fan-friendly so that each of the cities can see the stars, the, all the stars play against each other there. So what me and my friends do is we go and we visit all the ballparks. Right. And if you're going to do a big, long road trip, you could follow your team around a little easier. It's going to be you're not hopping around so much and you'll be able to schedule all the hotels uh, right now. And you can book airline tickets right now because you know exactly where they're going to be. And you'll be in a different city more regularly than you would in years gone by so that's really really interesting a couple other things um there will be 52 total games against divisional opponents this is a huge huge downgrade from 76 divisional opposition uh, games so teams will play six or seven home or road games against divisional opponents again that's 52 total games in the division Down from 76, that's a big deal. 64 total games, 32 home, 32 away, will be against non-divisional league opponents. So in the league, but non-divisional opponents. 32 home, 32 away. That would be like you know within the American League, Chicago and New York, right? Uh, 46 games against the interleague opponents. This is this is the biggest jump. We went from 20 interleague play games. Now we are, or interleague, whatever we're calling it, interleague games, up to 46. This is where we get an opportunity to watch New York go to L.A. Or we get an opportunity to watch uh, Shohei Otani come to Queens. You know, like stuff like that is a big deal. And I think it's interesting. I don't know if I love it. I don't know if I hate it. I think this is this grand experiment that we're all in, in the middle of. We're literally experiencing history. And I think what a couple things that are really interesting that we're going to happen is we're going to see old-time rivalries come back to life. Think about New York and San Francisco. I mean, the Giants haven't played in New York in a long, long time. I think 2016 was the last time that uh, the Giants were in New York, uh, in specifically Yankee Stadium. So that's going to be a big deal, right? They used to be, like, before the, uh, they moved in, what is it, 54, 55? They... Or 57? 57, 57. Before they moved, that was it. Like Yankees-Giants. It was a huge deal. So we'll see some of these old rivalries will kind of get rekindled, and I think that's really exciting history that we're a part of. But I think it's also exciting to see that we're going to have new rivalries that will crop up. Now, the big money rivalries like Yankees-Mets, um, Yankees-Red Sox, Cards-Cubs, stuff like that, they're, those are still going to happen. You're still going to have an opportunity for those. And it sounds like they're working to try and prioritize them at least somewhat. But that doesn't mean it's going to be as balanced as it was, you know, everybody coming to everybody's house. We'll see. Sleepovers are going to get spread out. That's what I'm saying. All right, we're going to move on really quick. The Angels Anaheim's Ball Club is officially for sale. The team is currently valued at $15.4. 15 dollars 4 Yep, $15.4. They're going to be auctioning off the team, the little bird told me, and uh, they're just going to sell to the highest bidder. They just want to get out. So bids are going to start at about 15 bucks, maybe fifteen fifty. dollars Mike Trout is expected to retire uh, officially. He's going to open his bid with a strong $27, see if he can buy the Angels franchise, maybe help turn it around. <laughs> None of that is true, except that the Angels really are in the process of uh, looking – at options to sell the team. So if you have a pile of money, a little larger than $15, maybe you want to jump in on this. Or if you're like me, you just want to watch and see how the cards fall. Very excited about this. Could be exactly what Anaheim needs. This could be a great thing for the franchise. Great thing for the fan base. We're very excited to see what happens. Stay tuned. We'll keep you updated. Next, Mookie Betts has joined the World Baseball Classic Team USA roster already it's an embarrassment of riches and talent um if you didn't get the current roster updates as far as they pertain to this moment aside from the addition of mookie bets which happened like yesterday um you can jump into our last episode of the big show the baseball together podcast the big show that we release every tuesday jump in there we went through this tuesday we went through all of the roster updates that we are aware of um and it's they're it's an incredible list. Mike Trout is on the list before he retires. And tries to buy the team, so that is also something that's that's uh, you're going to want to pay attention to. We are into the World Baseball Classic here at baseball together. It's very exciting that we will have an opportunity to watch them not only in Miami but in Arizona, um, and it's going to be it's going to be a heyday, especially in the area, uh, the Arizona area, because that is going to be so much fun. We are meeting up. If you would like a chance to meet up with us then jump in the mailbag on baseballtogether.com and let us know that you're interested, and we'll see what we can do to, uh, to meet up if you're going to be there anyway, like we are. Next, I know we're moving fast today, but we don't have much time. Next, the Astros are the first American League team to 80 games. And if you had told me this 60 days ago, I'd have laughed at you. If you had told me this, well, but now that we're here, it, it makes a whole heap of sense. The Yankees have still are still sputtering. Um, they've maybe pulled out of their spiral a little bit, and we'll talk more about them just now. But L.A. was the first uh, in the National League to hit 80 games. They're currently at 86 games. So congratulations, Houston and the Astros, for reaching 80 games uh, this quickly. It's fantastic. So speaking of the Yankees, it's my favorite topic in baseball. The uh, This one specifically, Aaron Judge hit number 48. Home run number 48 went out last night against the Mets in the Subway Series, and something that is going on in the world of baseball, and I think this is transcending baseball into the world of sports, specifically in the broadcast arena. People are wondering why Jacob deGrom did not take the mound at Yankee Stadium for the Subway Series. We had Scherzer on day one, not on the first night, and we should have had deGrom in Yankee Stadium. And we didn't. They took that away from us. We know Taiwan Walker's coming back. We're very excited about that. But I am so mad. Talk about the majesty. Talk about the, the theater of it. Talk about the, the history and the lore and all the tension and the rivalry. And, and they it's gone without DeGrom. And I just think like they missed out on this huge opportunity to let us know that they care about us and i know they want to win ball games but this is what's hurting baseball and it's 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 tough it's i don't know where the line is between supporting the fans with terrific competition and allowing these storylines to evolve and develop because DeGrom's storyline is is fabulous right now it's so good and the yankees they really this could've been an opportunity to kick them while they were down so, but the Yankees came back to win, and Taiwan Walker got the, the start on the hill instead of Degrom, and Degrom goes and plays in Colorado. Like, what's happening? I'm I don't understand. <laughs> so, again, I don't know where the line is between all that could be from the fans' perspective, these storylines, and all of the things that need to happen to just win ball games, right? I know that there's a juxtaposition there, and I know that the front office has their opinion. The management and players have their opinions and we as the fans have our opinions, but man, is it frustrating as a fan to not get the opportunity to watch one of the best pitchers in the league right now, just go out and do his thing on arguably the biggest stage in baseball. And I will stop now and retire my gilded soapbox for the remainder of the evening. Yesterday, O'Neal Cruz, who's a sensation when he's, when he's got it going on, when he's on, O'Neill Cruz ripped a single to right field at 122.4 miles per hour off the bat. Let me tell you that again. 122.4 miles per hour off the bat. Somehow it was only a single. But that ball is now the hardest hit baseball in StatCast history. Since we've been measuring how hard the ball comes off the bat and at what velocity, exit velocity, that is now number one. So put that in your back pocket and save it for trivia night. 122.4 miles per hour, Pittsburgh Pirates, O'Neill Cruz. Very cool. And it only went for a single. That should be that, – maybe that'll be a trivia question on this week's trivia. If you're not aware, Brad and I are doing baseball trivia uh, on the tiki Talkie. So jump on there and, and get involved. Question one is for a single, question two is for a double, question three for a triple, question four is for a home run. There are four questions total. You add up all your bases and let us know what you, how you did in the comments below, and I'll give you a hint. The answers to the questions are in the Tuesday podcast. Done. Okay, let's talk about injuries, and then we'll get into the games that are coming up this weekend. Injury notes. So Walker Bueller needs Tommy John. This is his number two Tommy John, and it's a bummer. Uh, we hate this because he's a terrific ball player, terrific pitcher, but it's, it's become inevitable. So he's out. We knew that, but now we know it. It's Tommy John. John Carlos Stanton is expected to return Friday. That's tomorrow. For those of you watching, um, he's expected to return Friday. The, what is it? Well, that makes it the 26th <laughs> and unfortunate. So that's really great. Bringing back a heavy bat to the lineup that could really do some wonders. However, Nestor Cortez just now today went down with a groin injury. So he goes on the IL, I think it's 15 days. He goes on the IL with a groin injury. Not sure what that's going to mean, but that is rut row town big time. So we're going to go across the way a little bit to Philadelphia where a nearly parallel situation is happening. Bryce Harper goes down and uh, earlier and now he's back. Now he's coming back. He's going to be here tomorrow as well. He'll be on the 26th. He'll be on the roster. So we bring his bat back to the lineup in Philadelphia. He won't play in the field probably because of everything else he's got going on. But he can still come in and DH. So they bring him in to DH and pinch hit. He's said to return tomorrow. And then literally a couple hours after that announcement is made, we find out that Zach Wheeler is going down. On the IL, a 15-day IL situation. He's got forearm tendonitis. That this is a, an enormous loss to their pitching staff. They can't. This is bad. Just as bad as losing Nestor Cortez in New York. So, I'm sorry for you Philly fans, and I'm sorry for you Yankees fans. But we, the Royal, we are all sad together. Okay. <laughs> Byron Buxton's also gone down with a hips uh, hip injury. And that's, that's where I'll leave it. There are some other noteworthy ones, but we're going to jump out of here a little quicker tonight. So um, if you haven't noticed, those of you watching, uh, we are partnered with Chinook Seedery. And Chinook Seedery, they make the best seeds ever. It's printed on their packaging. It's their—it literally the best seeds ever. That's their their slogan. And I agree they're the best seeds ever. Brad put, them, put me on to them. He insisted that I try them. I tried them and I immediately loved them. My kid loves them. We reached out to Chinook and, and got a deal going with them. So um, you can get 10% off at Chinookseedery.com by using code BTPOD, that's B-T-P-O-D. BTPOD will get you 10% off. It supports them, it supports us, and uh, it's a great way to, to try out some great seeds. The thing Brad and I were talking about that we love most about them is that each flavor is so bold, it's so powerful, that I'm trying to see where. Here's one. I always have them on hand. I've been going through Smokehouse Barbecue a little bit. Don't tell anybody on TikTok because I usually pimp out the Parm and Pep, but uh, Smokehouse Barbecue is terrific. It tastes actually like a dry rub. The brown sugar comes in front, a little bit of spice in the back end, and you get that smoky finish. And it's terrific. It's my kid's favorite seed flavor. Um, but we were talking that every one of the seed flavors, is unique on their own, and you almost forget how good the other ones are because you get locked into one. You go, you know, that bag is empty. You go to a new flavor, and it's boom! It's this explosion flavor. Anyway, ChinookCedary.com. I'll get off that high horse now. Let's get into the games of the week. There's a bunch of stuff going on this weekend, and they start tomorrow, Friday, Apple TV Plus, Two games available for you on Apple TV Plus tomorrow. Your 7 p.m. game Pits the Tampa Bay Rays against the Boston Red Sox for an interdivision play. The Rays are sixty-nine and fifty-five, eight and two in their last ten, which is great. The Red Sox are sixty and sixty-four, still sliding four and six the out of their last ten. Um, Tampa Bay currently holds the lead in the American League wild card slot, and they're a game and a half over Toronto. So that's a that's a big deal. Tampa Bay will continue to to move up that lead uh, potentially. So um, your 10 PM game on Apple TV plus Friday night is going to pit Cleveland's baseball club against the Mariners. Uh, This is big, especially for every Mariners fan, because not only is Cleveland in first place in the American league wild or the American league central by three and a half games, but Seattle also sits at third place in the wild card. They're dead. Even in the AL wild card slot, they're behind Tampa Bay, Toronto um, in that order. So it's, the American League wild card right now looks like Tampa Bay in spot number 1, game and a half up. Toronto is I think a half a game up or a game up, and then Seattle sits dead even in the wild card race as of this moment. Right now it is Thursday, August 25th, 9:19 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. <gasps> That's a mouthful. Okay, so Cleveland's ball club 66 and 57, they're 6 and 4 out of their last 10. Um, the Mariners out of Seattle, 68 and 57, six and four out of their last 10 as well. Um, this is no lose baseball for Seattle right now. It really isn't because everybody else in the wild card race beneath them is just not that far away. So they got to keep winning and they got to keep winning series to maintain their spot in the wildcard. I really want to see Seattle get into the wildcard slot this year. I really do. And I know Brad does, but don't tell him I said that Saturday uh saturdays there's a lot of games on saturday first on espn plus if you have espn plus at 3 p.m you can watch the angels play the blue jays i already told you where the blue jays sit they their second place al wild card spot but the uh the angels are terrible they're literally one uh in nine in their last 10 they have 52 and 73 um on the season the blue jays however are six and four in their last 10 and that puts their record at 67 and 55 so that's 3 p.m. ESPN Plus if you want to watch the Blue Jays beat up on Anaheim that'd be cool. The rest of the games on Saturday are interesting cuz it just depends on where you are, right? Coverage depending. Um, so I'm going to go through these. They're all on Fox or FS1. So 7:15 Fox if it's in your area, you can watch the Braves play the Cardinals. The Braves are 79 and 48. They're 8 and 2 in their last 10. The Cardinals are 72 and 53, also 8 and 2 in their last 10. The Cardinals hold the first place slot in the NL Central. They're up they've got a 6-game lead in the NL Central. Atlanta holds the top nationally wild slot by 10 games. They're ahead of everybody else by 10 games and they're ahead of that zero line by 10 games. So, um that's 715 on Fox Saturday night that is going to be so that is going to be epic. Um then you or you can watch the Giants 7:15 on Fox as well depending on where your coverage is. Giants will be in Minnesota playing the Twins. The Giants are 61 and 62, right at that 500 mark. They're 5 and 5 in the last 10, totally on par. The Twins 62 and 60, right at that 500 mark, 4 and 6 in their last 10. That keep that holds. Minnesota currently is in second place behind Cleveland. For the division, three and a half games. Three and a half games back. As I mentioned before, you can also watch at 10 p.m. on FS1. Cleveland's ball club will play in Seattle. That's 10 p.m. FS1 on Saturday night. Let's move to Sunday. Your wake-up and baseball game on Sunday, 12 o'clock noon Eastern Standard Time. It will be the Dodgers at the Marlins dodgers at marlins the dodgers obviously are one of the best teams in baseball if not arguably the best team in baseball 86 and 37 7 and 3 in their last 10 games the marlins 54 and 74 and 6 in their last 10 games this should go exactly the way you expect it to go the dodgers hold a commanding first place uh spot in the nl west they're up 19 and a half games on i think it's san diego and that's a no-brainer so if you want to watch the dodgers whoop up on somebody or if you really like watching the marlins lose this is a good series for you to watch the tigers the tigers 48 and 77 it, uh total five and five out of 10 five five and five in their last 10 they're going to play the rangers this is on espn plus at 230 the rangers are 57 and 67 they're six and four out of their last 10 Don't expect much out of this series. Can't even believe I'm talking about it, to be honest with you. I'm so sorry if you're a Detroit fan or a Rangers fan. I'm sorry. This season's probably very hard for you. I get it. Detroit maintains their hold in last place in the AL Central by, like, some astronomical number. Um, (laughs) Taylor Duke is watching. Thanks, Taylor. What's up, man? Uh, Boo! Dodgers are dodgy. (laughs) Coming in from uh, old California there. So that's pretty exciting. Thanks, Taylor. Appreciate you watching. Um, And then again on Sunday, 7 p.m. ESPN, you can watch the Braves play the Cardinals. Honestly, ladies and gentlemen, that's what the series I'm watching. I kind of alluded to it before, but my eyes are locked on this Braves Cardinals uh, series right now. That is, they are, it's going to be playoff baseball. It's going to be playoff baseball. There's no way around it. So if you want to watch two of the best teams, two of the most exciting teams, two of the most electric teams in baseball right now, go head to head. This is the one. This is the one. I wish it was in Atlanta because I would probably drive down there and go see a game. Unfortunately, it's in St. Louis and it's a little too far. <laughs> if you're in St. Louis, you, you should go. If you haven't been to Bush, by the way, Bush Stadium, for those of you that haven't been the newest edition of Bush Stadium, It's fabulous. It is a killer experience all the way around. Everything they say about Bush is legit. It's all true. The kids area is awesome. The fans are awesome. The food is spectacular. It is 100% a great experience. I couldn't find a bad seat in the whole place. And I know I had a five-year-old with me. We walked around and saw everything because she didn't want to sit in her seat. So we went all the way up to the nosebleeds and sat at the very, very top. And it was still excellent. So, do not miss the chance to go to see a game in St. Louis if you get the sh- if you get the chance. Um, in case you missed it, I talked about that. Uh, oh, first of all, don't forget to like and subscribe if you dig what we're doing. Like and subscribe, share it with your friends, share it with your other baseball friends. Um, I just got my kids signed up for fall league, so we will be on the field. We're taking pra- batting practice off the tee right now. It's super exciting. Jump on! to the shop at 9plusus.com. That's N-I-N-E-P-L-U-S-U-S. You spell it out, 9plusus.com, where you can get yourself some sweet baseball merch. It's also getting to that time of season where we got to start thinking about Christmas presents, and that's a great way to do it. We have hoodies for the cold weather people in your life that we all feel bad for, but they, they need our help. So go buy them a hoodie at 9plusus.com and support the podcast in that way. You can also support the podcast by jumping onto Patreon. Patreon.com, Baseball Together. We have three tiers of support that you can do. $5, $10, $15 are the three. They each come with their own set of perks. They each come with their own set of uh, like love that we get to show. And it's cheaper than one of my bougie cups of coffee. So that's very, very exciting. Brad teases me about that all the time. Uh baseball family, I appreciate you watching. I'm gonna cut out here four or five minutes early. Unless you have questions. If you do have questions and you can get them in the chat before I bail today, that would be awesome. Um, if not, then go ahead and jump in the mailbag at baseballtogether.com. Let me know what you think, what's going on. What what questions do you have? Do you need ideas for uh gifts for your favorite baseball person in your life? Because, you know, we'll tell you exactly what we think. Like, go get this. Uh, I, the other day I let everybody know about this piece of art that I discovered that was really special. And there's a special reason for that. So, um, don't forget to like, and subscribe rate and review the podcast. We are available everywhere. Spotify, Apple podcasts, etc. jump on there and let me know. Um, yeah, just leave a comment if you need to, and we will catch you next week. Thanks for being here. Love y'all.